This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Christine, what's the TFC stand for? Two Fit Crazies. Two Fit Crazy Productions? Yeah. Yeah, we produce some podcasts. So, um, you know, people always come up to us uh, and ask us how we can help them or, you know, what we can do. How did you get started in podcasting? What do I need? This and that. We Let got us you covered. help you. We Let got- us consult with you. We'll walk you through every step. Got you covered. And then from there, if you feel like recording and sending us the information, we'll produce it. We'll package it. We'll send it back to you nice with a bow on it. And uh, you just upload it yourself. And we'll uh, give you all those marketing tools and everything you need to do in the meantime. That's right. From the leaders in Podcasting 101. TFC Productions. So we're also brought to you by ContiFit.com, which is your virtual online fitness and wellness. You name it, you need it, we're here for you. And uh, make sure, check out the Let's Face It Together Facial Fitness and Rehabilitation Program, working with special populations around the world. Get virtually certified today. Don't miss out. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. We've got virtual online health coaching uh, sessions with me, uh, my company, High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, All the information, highfivehealthandfitness.com. It's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. Back north of the border, How? Christine. Oh my gosh, the Canadian tour. That's we didn't it. even say that again. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was awesome. Okay, so today, and I can't even say her name correctly because it's just so amazing, but Suad is with us. And you even sounded out, goodbye. Godban. Yes. Um, I, I'm not doing it justice with the correct accent, but she is located in Montreal, Canada, originally from the United Arab Emirates around Dubai, which is on my list of places to go. Actually, I'd really like to go I there. I hear Dubai is lovely this I'm time of year. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, like it's always 120 <laughs> degrees, I feel. Um, she's amazing. I've heard her name pop up all over the place. Uh, most recently, she was presenting at CanFit Pro. Um, this is the founder of... Hot Booty Ballet. It's a program that just seems to be right up my alley, Christine. Hot Booty <laughs> Ballet. You like the hot booty part of it. Exactly. I don't know if you're enjoying you know, ballet. Hey, but you know? It's, it's she's kind of awesome. Man. Wait till you hear her story of just going to school, being a, um, a very intense, like, Professional, professional dancer, dancer. not da- dancer, like, right. you know what I'm talking about, like Broadway like and all that Michael fun Jackson stuff. show. Yeah, New York City, LA, Nevada, and um, wow, going from there to having some adversity, she's going right. to talk about a little injury, which a lot of people, we've, a lot of dancers, again, oh, it's a have rough, rough existence. On your body. It is a rough <laughs> and tough, very hard on the body. Yeah, so kind of a career-ending injury is what she's going to talk about, and how that her led to rehab led to her rebirth. Amazing. No, I love stories like this because it's, you know, you just take that, that, you know, that infliction that, that takes place in the, you know, the bumps and the bruises and you turn it into uh, something that is passion, you know, continues down the road and, and, and a program that people love, mm-hmm. um, successful just, you know, just, just as she's, uh, she's, you know, relatively new, a couple years old and, uh, the way it's taken off and the way that I love the thing that I love about Suad is, is how well she's been able to foresee um, things that are happening. So, you know, when she was set up for, uh, you know, remote and, and online stuff before COVID, mm-hmm. um, she had the wherewithal to, you know, make some changes and some offerings within the program that, you know, were helpful to people uh, affected by COVID, uh, you know, and you just got to hear it. It's like, it's kind of like, wow, where's your crystal ball? Um, you know, what's happening next? Did you buy anything recently that you want to tell me about? Uh, you know, one of those deals, cause she seems to be very on top of things and ahead of the game. So, you know, it just popped up on my phone, which is really funny. Just popped up. It was like two years ago. I put this up here and it said, um, trust the process. When one door closes, a new one will open at times. Elevation requires separation. Oh, <laughs> drop uh. the mic on that one. We must have had a bad episode that day. You were like, I'm done with him. No, <laughs> we can't because then our marketing material is all messed up. We right? just, we just, we're so far into this right. right now that, I mean. I'm crazy. Two fit crazy sounds better than I'm crazy. Right. That's true. <laughs> you want to work with me? 
It's not TFC Productions. It would be like uh, crazy productions. Attached at the hip. Oh my. Oh my. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just wait. There's wait. There's more craziness ahead of you that I haven't even told you about. So it's uh, great. Let's do right. it. Without further ado, let's uh, let's enjoy this show. I really feel like you're going to get a lot out of this, and uh, it's very entertaining. So let's have it. Here we go. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazes. And the microphone. We are where it's at. I'm pumped. I'm pumped too. I'm excited for today. Always excited for uh for our guests when they're excited too. This this topic and this uh this um you know this subject is right up my alley. Oh geez, here we go. We started already. <laughs> Swad, how are you? Hi guys, hi Brian, hi Christine, how are you today? We are fantastic. Of course, it's always every day's a good day, right? Better than ever. <laughs> oh my! So, tell us right now, where are you coming to us from? I am coming to you from Montreal, Canada. Montreal, oh, amazing! And tell us, what are you doing up in Montreal? Is this like your full? You've always lived there, or what? Yeah, I grew up here. I travel a lot, but I do reside here because my husband and my family's here. So I try to travel a lot in the winter. <laughs> All right. Just to be close. So are you Canadian? Is that what you consider yourself or what? Tell us. Well, I'm born in the United Arab Emirates, which is kind of weird for people. They don't think of me as uh, from Dubai, Abu Dhabi. So this is really where I grew up. I came to Canada when I was around five years old. And then I did a lot of competitive dancing and traveling, uh, working on tours, shows, broadways in the state. East, and then I came back to Canada just to kind of, you know, be still here and start my life and stop traveling everywhere. So, yeah, I've been around. A lot of people don't know that I'm actually Arabic <laughs> with a program called Hot Booty Ballet. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really happy to just, you know, be able to do this and also be able to share my passion and my fitness and my brand with everybody around the world now. We're all connected, as you guys know. Okay. We're going to get into Hot Booty Ballet in a second. But, okay, humor this former New Yorker who Broadway, all this fun stuff. How did you get into dance and how did that – how did you get onto Broadway? I mean, because they don't let every, you know, everybody on. Trust me. (laughs) You're (laughs) – I love it, Christine. Honestly, I was a competitive dancer at a very young age. I was, let's say, I had a natural born talent. And I competed most of my childhood and I had won the World Hip Hop Championship, the World Sport Aerobic Championships. So I was really on the, you know, team. And then after that, I had moved to Los Angeles to pursue on a bigger level. So I lived in LA, I lived in New York, I lived in Las Vegas, and I've kind of toured a little bit. I was, I'm the kind of really quick acrobatty, the girl you can hang from the ceiling, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I wasn't the long legs, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to get a visual now. I'm the girl that you hang from the ceiling. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm a girl with the long legs, but I still am having a problem. This is fantastic. What so what what were your favorite, you know, kind of shows? What what were you in? Well, my favorite one would have to be the Michael Jackson Broadway show. So that's definitely my favorite one that I was part of. I was also part of like an eighties Broadway shows and different ones, but definitely the Michael Jackson one. How long did that run? Uh, I want 
want to say I did a year and like eight months or something like that. I'm not really sure. It's been so long now. <laughs> not 35. No. <laughs> and, 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 as, and as far as that goes, there was, you know, obviously Thriller's the big, you know, group dance thing. But, but he, did, he did all sorts of, you know, uh, you knocked me off of my feet now, baby. Did they do oh that one? Oh, my God. <laughs> It's so good because honestly, I would always remember being backstage and that moment right before you enter for that first song and they open the curtains. I could almost feel like Michael Jackson's energy in that room, like his spirit or I don't know. I always felt a little bit like that magical moment before we started. It was very, very real. You were a part of that. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that was, is amazing. Was God, he God. was he still alive when you were performing that show? No, I think he had just it was about I would say about 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm not even sure anymore to be honest, but he had just passed. So that's why it was very emotional. I was like, oh, I know he's up there looking down, you know. Oh my gosh. So tell us now. So you're, you know, LA, New York, Vegas, which I mean, you hit all the hot spots. If you're going to, if you're going to be somebody, it's, you're going to be someone in one of those three cities at this point. And now, okay. So you're, you are now the founder of Hot Booty Ballet. You don't just go from like, hey, I'm dancing, I'm Broadway to I'm founding a company. What, what was the transition? Oh, you're going to love this one. It's funny. Like a lot of people, like, they're like, what is this? Like, they don't get it. But once I say the story of what happened to me and how it came about, I feel like a lot of people can relate. So what happened was after dancing and competing and training for pretty much my whole life, one day I was just standing at a bus stop, just like waiting for the bus. And I moved my hip to the right, like just a little you know, a little twist, and I uh, completely ripped my groin. It was just at the end of it. So imagine going from performances, uh, eight, nine shows a week, dancing, training, rehearsals, and all this, to now all of a sudden, I couldn't even stand anymore. I needed to get on wheelchairs and crutches and you name it, I did it. I was still very young, so that was definitely a moment where I was like, oh my God, my career is going to end. I couldn't I couldn't even wear heels anymore. I don't know. It's so funny. The groin injuries are like, once you have it, you understand. If you don't have it, you can't imagine, but you can't put your entire body weight on that foot. You know how we walk mm. normally, right, left? You just can't put your full body weight. So ripped my groin, can't dance anymore, can't do tours, can't travel. I'm on wheelchairs. I'm on crutches. Two years. And while I was doing my rehab and everything, they kept giving me mini bands, mini bands to strengthen my uh, psoas, my hips, my buttocks, and all the muscles around it, around the joints of the hips. So after like a month or two of doing the mini band exercises, I was like, okay, guys, this is just so boring. I need to dance with it. So I took the mini band, put it around my thighs, put it around my ankles, and just started to do dance choreographies with the mini bands. Because I was like, look, I'm still doing my therapeutic exercises. I'm walking side to side. But, you know, I'm doing my ballet arms and I'm smiling. <laughs> so, so that's how it really came about was from my injury. And it's so funny because today everybody uses mini bands. When this happened to me, that was about, like I said, eight, ten years ago. It wasn't really popular, but I started working with it in a therapeutic way. And once I got healed and stuff, I realized that the mini band is such a wonderful tool because it can help you with prevention. It can help you as a tool to work out with, but also it can help you as a rehabilitation program. So I felt like, oh my God, I can just throw it in my purse, take it with me anywhere and do my exercises anywhere, anytime. So I really developed a, a love for mini bands. <laughs> That's, you know, people are like, how do you create this stuff? Like, how did you come up with this? Or how do you do that? How do you know? A lot of people use mini bands, but I've created over 800 moves with mini bands. I always call it like my dance partner. Mm -hmm. 
So that's how it came about. I love stories like this where, you know, you take some, uh, you know, something that is some adversity and mm-hmm. an issue or something that you've come across and you and you just, you know, you know, turn it into lemonade, <laughs> so you to speak. You could easily be like, oh, this sucks. I'm going to go get a desk job <laughs> right, now because right. I can just take tickets for the Broadway dancers I mean, instead of. It doesn't sound like that that Suad's M.O. here. I don't here, think so. You know? I don't think she's she, like that. She likes life a little bit more than that. And I love the minivans. Christine and I are both runners, endurance runners, and and we, you know, when I train athletes, I, I use train those a, every day myself. I train a lot of runners, and that's what we, you know, that's what we use because it's all, you know, hip, glute, uh, yeah. sensitive, and uh, you know, maybe we can get them dancing too. Runners aren't much dancer. Mm. There ain't much of the dancer there. They like moving forward, not side to side. But <laughs> I love that they like moving forward, not side to side. You know what I realized also that the mini band did is it removed uh, a lot of barriers because once you imp- you you bring that. Uh, tool into a classroom the only thing that changes between a beginner a professional dancer a senior to this is just the resistance band which one you're using and how many you're using so you can have people from all walks of life and on different fitness level all come together and still feel successful together i only have one suggestion for the minivan people are you ready this is it you know how you were like you know it is such it brings everyone together i love it you know what people get weird about? The colors. Like, just make all the colors the same. Like, One whether color. it's like, like, you know, the, the easy, medium, or hard, or right, whatever they call right. it. Um, just put it like a, like a little number on it. So, like, maybe I'm, maybe today I'm, I'm a little smart. I'm using the lighter one. And you, you don't have no idea. Maybe it's the really right. heavy one. I don't know. Christine, it's, <laughs> into a class and they all have their own personal minivans and then you're like take the medium one they don't know which one's the medium i don't like when you buy packs and they have like five or six i always say buy three mm-hmm. easy medium hard and that is like way less complicated for you <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's 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 really funny because it's a tool you can use in ways that you don't imagine and the reason I also created Hot Booty Ballet in the beginning was when I was going back to fitness classes or going back to teaching dance or trying to take class for myself to get strong, what I realized in the fitness industry was things are categorized a little bit like cardio. So then you have your spinning, you're this, you're that. Then it's mind body, everything from yoga, Pilates. Then you have more boot camp, hit, CrossFit. But when you cannot do one hour of yoga or one hour of boot camp or one hour of cardio, you just can't. So in my mind, I was like, why is there not a program out there that it would be one song cardio, one song conditioning and one song touch. And we repeat again, one song cardio, because that's all I can physically handle. So when I created Hot Booty Ballet, it was exactly that method. It was cardio conditioning stretch, cardio conditioning stretch. What happened is people loved it because they felt like, well, I don't need to do an hour of this, an hour of that, and an hour of that. I can get my whole fitness principle in one classroom, you know? Now, Take us through – all right, I'm going to ask – I'm going to say this first for all of our listeners who have not heard of this. Now, personally, I know that you don't just say, hey, I have this program I'm developing and then poof, it's in all of the fitness conferences and, you know, your name is now out there. You were just in – you were in CamFit Pro, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I've – you know, you've been on my radar anyway. Like, who's this? I don't know you. You're not my friend. You're fascinating. <laughs> this is this is my thing. I love – you know, I love people that I don't know. And I'm like, wow, you know, you are – you're moving. You're shaking. You're making waves. I can see this from where I sit in the business of fitness or marketing or whatnot. So how – what was that journey from, you know, I get it. I think this is going to be great. How did you make your way now into – Wow, I have this company and I and it's and I'm going to go present and people are seeing it. What was that like? Well, it's funny you're going to laugh, but I'll, like, a lot of my role models and friends have also been on your podcast and stuff like I'm thinking of Peter Twist. Of Sergeant. course. <laughs> I remember I had been going to Canfit Pro, believe it or not, for like 15 years now. Like 
I was really, when I was younger and I got into the fitness game, I knew I had to be part of associations, foundations. Like I'm that kind of girl. Instagram and Facebook is great, but unless you are recognized by your peers, you are nobody. Because the moment Instagram shuts down or Facebook shuts down, then you really don't have credibility in the industry. And I feel like we are a little bit today. I know a lot of people that are like, no, just social media. Some people are like more professional and associate. I like to do both. What happened was you're going to laugh because we started creating, when I started teaching hot booty ballet, we were teaching classes. I kid you not, Brian and Christine, like of 50 to 80 girls an hour. We would have waiting lists for six months. Like people were going crazy over it. And I always remember I went to CanFit Pro in Toronto and I spoke with Maureen Hagen mm-hmm. that I'm sure you and I was like, listen, Mo, you know, I, I have this program. I, and she told me, she's like, go get it. She said, bar and ballet and all that type of training is going to become a whole segment or a whole category on its own, which it has, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. So she told me, she said, go ahead. And she said, number one tool that you have because and stuff like that or bar or this. But the problem is studio owners or studio directors also like myself do not want to install one bar or two bars for a class that is running, let's say, three times a week. It takes space and investment. So I knew the best alternative to a bar class would be Hot Booty Ballet because all you needed to use was a mini band. It was low cost and it can be stored very easily with low maintenance. So I took a lot of the things that people were telling me at conferences that, you know, that the future was going to become or that. But again, I was very, you know, I was watching and listening and attending and paying attention and I really was, I, you have, you have to understand there's something we say in dance. And when you're on stage is sometimes you give stage and sometimes you take stage and you know how to do that. I know how to do, no, it wasn't always going to be like me, 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 me. Like, no, it wasn't going to work like that. And for me to get from being a little presenter of a brand competing with God knows uh, the Zumba of the world and <laughs> pound and like these, these, but you know, I remember I was at a conference being like, how am I ever going to get to where these brands are? Like, I don't have that kind of money. Or, and I remember somebody telling me, well, they were in your seat when they started too. So you just have to believe you have to take the first step and then you might not sleep for two, three years, but that's another story. <laughs> I think that's amazing advice that you just gave to everyone that's listening. Yeah. You know, you got to listen and you got to be in the backstage. I feel a lot of people think because they're good, good, good. I was really good. I'm, I'm very like, you know, some people work hard, some people have talent. I, I knew that it was a balance of both. I couldn't just rely on my talent and I just couldn't rely on hard work either. It had to be a balance of both. And you start, you know, I didn't have money to go present. Like I presented also at SCW, at Activate. I've presented in hundreds of conferences and you know it costs a lot of money it takes a lot of money to travel and this but you always find a way do not let money discourage you from pursuing your dream and growing as a brand i i loved what you said just backing up a few steps about about your networking and and not relying on the social media so much and that's something that christine and i talk about all the time it's the relationships that are Mm -hmm. more important the actual relationships not just the friends likes things like that um because you know that's the network that's why we have this podcast that's why we get to speak to you um and let our network grow through that through this um you know in addition to to you know just posting things into the you know i always say facebook's like opening up your window and shouting out your window (laughs) um but but more but it's like maybe a few more people can hear it (laughs) with the megaphone yeah so it's like you know but i like i really like what you said how the associations were the key to it not just the you know here i am i'm gonna do this class or you know you had a bigger you had a bigger mindset a bigger picture outlook for for everything that you were doing it's funny. I find younger girls have a harder time with it. Like I do coach and mentor younger girls and I, I try to tell them, you know, it's extremely important. And sometimes it's funny because 
you know, I'm just 35 and I find a lot of the decision makers and the female CEOs are, you know, 50, 60, but it doesn't matter. Like they're humans, they're people, and they have so much knowledge that Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram can't give you that tangible knowledge, that expertise that is so important. I'm also on WeFa, on the woman in fitness. I became an ambassador for Canada. Like be involved. I'm doing a mentorship program now with Paula Comfort, which is like she was my first. She was really mm-hmm. tell her I said hi. <laughs> you know, like the, the knowledge of the business in our industries. I always say it's not like the show doesn't depend. Again, this is all based on my my dance experience. The show does not only depend on the dancers on stage. It depends on you know the guys that are doing the lighting, the guys that are opening the curtains, staging behind. Like you have to have a balance from being on camera or being on stage and then the people behind that help guide and make sure that you are doing well when you are out there presenting. So I knew that was important for me to work with the people backstage as much as the people on stage. You know, it's great that you say this, that I remember when I first, you know, I was in I was in banking and teaching and, you know, that was my full-time gig and I used to come to the fitness conventions and, and everyone was like, famous people they were like rock stars on stage and i always tell lawrence biscontini i'm like the first time i went to your class i was in graduate school and it was like yochi and i thought you made like thousands of dollars per every class and he was dying he's like yeah now that you are a presenter like you understand how much money we make and you know for some things where we it's really about marketing and relationships and for me when i got into you know presenting for other companies you know people ask me the same thing like how did you get you know, I always love hearing people's stories of how did you get to where you are now or launching things because like you, I didn't have a huge budget. I had no budget. Okay. Let's <laughs> zero. Let's call spade a spade. And they're like, well, how did you, you know, get into conferences if you didn't have money or this or that? How did, how did you get your name out there? I said, you know what I did? I said, every time I was presenting at a conference for another company, I would go and I would go talk to the presenters and and ask them questions. How did you do this? Or I would have that glass of wine with them and just talk about, you know, nothing or I love people. And then when it was time for me to kind of make my debut of I'm Christine and I'm not with whatever other companies, it was easy. So then, you know, like with Sergeant Ken or Peter Twist or, you know, these guys that have kind of, you know, put some groundwork in there already. um, You know, I remember even Fabio Comana, you know, I don't know how many glasses of wine I've had with Fabio Camana in the last five years. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while, but it was like those connections, you know, it's like them, them reaching their hand out and saying, here, come with me. Like, yeah, here, I'll, I'll, I'll sit you at the big kids table for a minute. You know, That's so funny. the last, the last conference that I actually did in person was in Washington and it was the SCW and I was like, okay, we're going to promote into the States. And I go there and I show up 12 hours late. There, there was no flight. I had to beg a woman to let me on the plane. They lost my suitcase and I arrived there and Sarah Cooperman, she's like, well, what are you going to do? You have nothing to present. You have nothing for your booth. And I literally went to the airport by myself and looked for my suitcase at the Washington airport and found it by myself leaning on a wall. Like, you know, like you have to be able to do more than what you think you can. And the people that don't necessarily know you, when they see that you are committed or you're kind or you're extrovert or you want to, you know, it's going to change their perspective about you. The same thing, they invited all the presenters for a dinner and, you know, some didn't show up, some didn't, but now I'll never, ever forget meeting Trisha Silverman. You know, I love her to death. She's definitely somebody that I'm so happy that I met at that dinner and other presenters, but you have to put yourself out there. If you don't put yourself out there, then you don't know who you're going to meet and how it's going to change your life. I didn't make that dinner because that was when I found out my mom got sick. I was down. I, I was there too. And I always go out with, with, uh, with Trisha and the group. And it's great because she, she's a good friend anyway. And she does, you know, works with me in programs and stuff. She's my facial nutritionist <laughs> for my 
facial programs. So um, she does such a good job because she is, I say all the time, Trisha is a great networker. She's like, hey, everyone, she gets certain people that, you know, may get along or may help each other and is like, who? Hey, we're going to go out to dinner. And it's always a weird, different place. But I should have been with you. Damn it. Um, And I had my car. I could have driven you to the airport to find your bag. I also feel bad about that. That's a great story. Oh. You know what? Like the point of that story too is when I showed up to that pet house and I was a mess. I didn't have clothes. I didn't have makeup. I didn't have hair accessories. And everybody pitched out. Like Natalie Lacombe, everybody's like, makeup over here, hair <laughs> whatever, socks, shoes, clothes. Anybody got anything for her? And every all the presenters, imagine. I hadn't really met most of them, but because I had met them at dinner and this and that, people were willing to help. So you really felt like we are part of a community. I always feel like fitness instructors, we're always in front of hundreds and thousands of people, but yet we're almost isolated from each other. Mm -hmm. And the only times I actually connect with my peers are at conferences or fitness events. Don't you miss it? I'm I really miss everybody. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Don't even start. (laughs) (laughs) I miss I miss the damn little protein balls, the balls Get every single SCW and all the, you know, it's funny because for the last couple of years with, you know, really ramping up and really starting my own programs and presenting all the hotels, sometimes you wake up and you forget what city you're in. And I'm like, oh my God, where am I? Rockstars. Well, not so much, but I'm like, oh my, wait, what, what hotel is this? Like I will literally wake up and forget where I am. It's fantastic. The best parts is like now I do also tons of online conferences and they're like, oh, you are invited to the VIP after. <laughs> and I start crying. I remember those VIP parties being like amazing. Everybody dancing, champagne floating. Now I got to go buy my little bottle, sit in front of the computer. <laughs> I... I remember, actually, I haven't been to Camp. Um, we just got all my applications in for Camp Fit Pro, so I'm hoping that's going to be live next year. But uh, Camp Fit Pro used to throw it down at their parties. <laughs> now that you've reminded me, as I was there for all of them, <laughs> and now it was just like it was nice. It's still nice to connect and see people. It's funny because you know I've taken my business from being like we were like. I had just started, let's say it's been a year and a half, and we had certified 146 instructors. We were in 40 locations. Now we were expanding to the States. Like everything was blowing up, and then COVID happened. But what was really awesome was that the year before, two years, I had already had an online studio ready when everybody told me open a brick and mortar, open a brick and mortar. I had said, no, I definitely want to do an online. And you know what? Just the fact that I can still see people, even if it's in my basement, the fact that I can see friendly faces or coworkers I love or presenters or clients, it just, it still does something to you. You know, it's not the same, but it still warms your heart. So, so with all of that said, uh, you know, no conventions really, live conventions in the foreseeable future. And, you know, yes, you can do workouts, uh, you know, on- online and you've got your online studio, which is great foresight for you to have that. Uh, you Canadians are good at, f- uh, forechecking. Um, so that's, uh, important. Um, but w- how do you, how do you sell it now? How, how do you, business, from a business standpoint, how do you get the product out? How do you, um, you know, you know, to the masses, how do you get it to the, everybody that needs to see it? So I'm going to be very honest with you because I know it's an honest podcast. (laughs) We were doing great when nobody else had one. You know what I mean? What happens is when everybody gets online, it becomes a little bit more challenging. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we had done very, very early on, and I think we did this on March 13th or 14th, we offered the entire Hot Booty Ballet platform for free for healthcare workers and doctors around the world. So if you were working uh, in any hospital or COVID or this, you had access to all of our workouts, all of our programs. So that started creating a buzz 
amongst the healthcare professionals. So we would have doctors from like Morocco tag us and then doctors from Toronto, doctors from all over the world, which was really cool because you realize also that that community is a small knit community of healthcare workers. So I think that was number one. We wanted to give back instead of being like, gimme, gimme, gimme. The second thing we did is we offered the platform, I think for free for a week. So if you wanted to come work out, if you're unsure, you know what, come on to our platform, do all the workouts. We have challenges, we have flexibilities, we have needed to do hot booty ballet was equipment in the world that didn't get out of stock was minivans. (laughs) Everybody could do it because it was accessible and it was cheap. You, you know, you can buy a mini band at your uh, sports store or uh, Walmarts or even dollar stores. So people felt like, oh, okay, I'm just going to get a mini band and do it. I didn't need to wait three months to get a bike or try to find weights or create weights with water bottles. You know what I mean? So that's what was really awesome is we gave it right away. We gave access to healthcare professionals and then also gave a week free and then really help people just work out from home and get their mind sane. So now to be honest with you, it's a little bit different, right? Like right now you have everybody giving workouts and this and that. So I have to kind of pivot, decide what am I going to do? Because as you know, producing content is also very costly. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a crystal ball? Because it seems as if everything mm-hmm. that you're doing, like you're, you're you know, you're, you just have it nailed, like from the equipment that you use, from the way that you've, are set up from the way that you, you know, very early on included a very integral part of, uh, you know, the whole COVID experience, which is the, you know, the, the, um, the health professionals. Um, you know, you really, really seem to be on top of this, uh, uh, everything that's, that's like could possibly come up. What's I mean, you're the damn secret. Yeah. Serious. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's very ironic. A lot of you are like, well, how do you know? I, I love older businessmen. I love them because they're so old school. But whatever happened in the past is going to be redone in the future. So I listen. I try. I'm a health club director myself. So I know if you come and pitch me a program or you're pitching me a platform or if you're pitching me, I always say, sell it to me first. And if I bite, then Thousands of girls will buy it. But I always try to be honest enough. Would this be something I would buy? Would this be something that I would like? Would this be something that I would do? And I find like, you know, I'm, I consider myself more in the millennial group, but you have to convince us because we have so much offers coming our way. So why and how are you going to make sure that you stand out out of all the other things that are thrown at me every day? You know, it's great, too, is that with that attitude, knowing that as a health club director, you're getting these pitches and understanding that, you know what, with Hot Booty Ballet, there's certain demographics that are perfect for this. And you know how to, you know, talk to a certain group of people. Here's how you could use this. Or guess what? It's okay that it's not for everyone. And I remember, you know, first getting into fitness being like, well, why wouldn't you do this program? This is the best program ever. And w-, but it's just not for everyone. And but it's say that because sometimes people also, I'm sure you have it in your program. Sometimes people will pick it up that you did not know that you didn't even make it for that group, but they love it and pick it up too. Has that happened to you? I am now in the medical fitness realm. I don't know if this is hysterical. I went from with designing programs for the fitness community. I'm I'm a collegiate athlete. Like I was always a fitness person and working out and strength trainers and this and that. And now I'm an endurance athlete, but I got sick. And I started, you know, after going through, you know, chemo and different things, I started looking at things differently and thinking like, oh, okay, well, this could be. For this per so I went from really like killing it, like or you know, a workout's not a workout unless you're like dead dragging your lifeless body out of the ground, to I wanna be functional and I wanna live, you know, the most amount of years and and I started presenting at fitness conferences to fitness professionals, not realizing that when I really started getting into some other more functional and arthritis and you know, all of a sudden 
I mean, now I'm the author of the arthritis fitness specialist course for MedFit Network and sit on the board there. And, you know, it's like, you know, all these I work with a lot of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and I didn't expect that to happen. But because you go out there with the passion to, you know, change lives and get feedback, I think the same thing with you. You get feedback like here. Honestly, this is going to work for me. It's not going to work for me. And Christine, for us, I'm going to tell you this. This is how the biggest groups that took on Hog Booty Ballet as their own, which came out of nowhere. One was um, mothers, pregnant mothers. Like these girls can do the program and keep their pelvis strong and tight until birth and right after. But I don't know. I have not had kids yet. You know, I haven't gone through the process, but oh my God. It's magical. Hogs, they love that program. And then the other crew, like the other group that we never, ever thought, I think one of our oldest teacher is 68 years old and they have church groups in the basement where they do hot booty ballet all together, the ladies, and they put the mini bands around their thighs or around their chair and they do their workouts, which was like super cool to be like 68. I'm going to my hot booty class. <laughs> at St. At Saint- Andrews with, <laughs> with, with Gertrude and, you know, Agatha in the basement of the church. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful what comes out of a good intention. That's what you said. And I think that is very important, whether you're doing something for fitness pro or consumers. I don't know if you have that kind of, I don't know, like every day, should I be creating more for consumers or fit pros? Consu- I, how do you feel about that? I, I personally think you, you ride your passions, right? And you make something that you love. And yeah. then from there, people love it too. You know, chances are, I always say like a question, like if I'm asking a question, chances are other people have it too. And it's the same needs and wants within fitness programs. You know, if, if I think I like it and I, it's, you know, it works for me and then chances are there's a pretty, pretty big population with, you know, population of that then becomes the following or the, you know, the enthusiasts that uh, it's going to work for them too. I have to say that um, we've instructors. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, you know, I'm I'm now like you're breaking into the United States. Like I'm breaking into Canada, which is really funny. We're cross paths, but um, one of the big things was that people would, you know, like we said before, with feedback. Like you never know who's going to take, you know, really take hold or really, um, you know, get behind what you're doing and believe in it. And I think when when I started with and this is only like four months ago now um when all the parkinson's rock steady instructors started coming out of the woodwork and saying you know we we do a lot for other stuff but we don't do it for you know to fight the mask of parkinson's and then all of a sudden like another group came out and it was like well you know we have um alzheimer's and they they have dystonia and they have this and i'm like wow okay and it it's almost it makes you feel so good to know that you can help these other you know demographics and i think that you gravitate and i think for everyone it's kind of like you it's it's almost like you're summoned like someone in the world is like summoning you to you know it's like (laughs) i like I'm blessed and I'm cursed, you know, because I do feel a little bit that half of it is my talent, but half of it comes from up there, you know. So tell us how. Um, so when did you when did you officially launch Hot Booty Ballet, and how many instructors do you have now? So we launched, like I said, about a year and a half, two years ago for the teacher training, and we are up to 146 instructors which is good, you know what I mean? But being the businesswoman that I want to be and wanting to expand and, you know, it looks up to Zumba and stuff. So I really learned to listen to their needs, their wants and stuff like that. But we were super lucky again, like, like, like uh, Brian was saying, I was already ahead of it. We had our teacher training online. And on top of it, because I live in Montreal, Quebec, I needed to have it in French because there's a big, big population of French people. So you know what? You dish out the cash. You get your manuals translated. You ask for help. A lot of the help that came from me was from Natalie Lacombe. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you know her. Yeah, of course. 
she she was my friend 20 years ago like she was always somebody I looked up to before she moved to Toronto she was in Montreal would have lunch so she really helped guide me and that kind of guidance there's no money in the world you can pay for there's nobody you can hire to give you that straight to the point guidance so she really came in and was a little bit of like my brand ambassador brand manager cleaned up everything changed the manual I remember when we started our teacher training was like 21 hours oh. <laughs> and you know now it's eight hours and now you can do it at home on a manual with all the videos and all the worksheets and like when it's funny when you think of where we were and where we came only in two years is really amazing to think that Hey, there's 146 other instructors that love this program enough to teach it and growing. You know, I'm still talking to VPs of big like health club chains and stuff like that that are super interesting. And because at the end of the day, Christine and Brian, as like I always say, hot booty ballet is so COVID friendly because usually people bring their own bands. You never have to share equipment. And yeah, so as opposed to every other workout program where you walk into a health club, you pick up your step or, you know, you pick up your weights or you're in a CrossFit center or a spinning studio and then somebody leaves and somebody else is using your bike. With Hot Booty Ballet, usually girls come in with their mini bands and do the program and that's it. They go home. So there's, you know, no possibility of all that contagion, which is really awesome and cool. Like, it's funny. I was telling Natalie, I'm like, COVID friendly. She's like, that should be your tagline, you know, <laughs> because you we laugh. It's cute, but it does make a difference nowadays. It's a selling know? point. It's so true. And, and- I was going to say, you're not the first person to come on here and praise Natalie. Um, she is an angel to many, uh, and she's uh, she's great. Uh, we love her. So the uh, the other thing that you were saying about you know getting getting words out and marketing, I'm actually I'm actually in like the throes of a PowerPoint for marketing without money, and um and that's I think really important. What what you're saying about you know. For all the people, all the fitness pros out there or fitness enthusiasts who are like, do I go for this? Do I, how do I, you know, you are doing exactly what you should. You're, you're getting around. I call them like you're, you're hanging out with the right wolf pack, you know, and it's like you said before, Facebook's great, but it's white noise. It's about the conversations you have. It's about the people that are in the industry that can say, here's, you know, here's my hand. Let me help you. And even, you know, you launching and and making this bigger, you know, you're sitting here on this podcast today that goes worldwide. And, you know, I want to get into more into Canada. You want to get more into the United States. How do you work together? How do we promote each other? And I think, you know, the more businesses and the more fitness companies that say, hey, you know what? It's okay. This isn't just me, 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 mine, mine, mine. How can we help each other? Is yeah. those are the companies and those are the people that I have just like you've said, you sit back and you kind of watch. You know, I did that too. I'm like, what what works for this person? And all the companies that and you've seen them too. How many companies have you seen just disappear into thin air? I know, I know, I know. And you know what? I think we need to also talk about the future. I feel like a lot of people right now are just like dealing with financial loss, dealing with emotional distress. But I can tell you guys at the same time, I am having very interesting conversation with people creating new things, you know, and a lot of times you'll find those younger, even younger, uh, you know, a new platform better than Zoom or, oh, I have this technology can do that. Like there's also a lot of advancement that is going, but you are absolutely right, Christine. We need to work together. We need to like how much hot booty can you do in a week, right? (laughs) (laughs) can you do so yes i have no problem you know that i love promoting other workouts and me myself i do all kinds of workouts right like i'm super i'm like the fitness add of the world that's why i always say sell it to me and you'll sell it to the world because <laughs> my attention is there you got to get me in there you know so yes you're absolutely right and that's why i love you know like every time i do events or whatever i'm always promoting on social media people are always like thank you so much or you know i've been on tv for eight years on the morning news and i remember when i first got hired yes obviously somebody introduced me but 
once the cameras come on, you have one shot, right? Like people always say, oh, well, you know people. Yeah, well, I know people, but you know what? It's been eight years that the camera goes on live. <laughs> Let me tell you with TV, God forbid you make one mistake. You know what I mean? I feel like a podcast is a little bit more forgiving. But, you know, going on TV, I remember in the beginning, they were like, okay, well, you're going to come on the morning news every week and you're going to show exercises. And I was like, no. They're like, well, what do you mean? I said, I want to talk about local health clubs or studios or instructors or new programs or fitness activities outside or marathons or they're like, really? You don't want to just talk about you? I was like, no, why? It's like how much talk? And that's what made me last that long on air too, because I was super excited about uh, the stories I was, you know, covering and it made also the viewers super excited about those stories too. That's fantastic. And that's what we do. Yeah. We get to get excited about you. <laughs> You're so sweet. Love yeah, it. exactly. So no, I'm really excited. Thank you guys for having me. It was really I I, I listened to a couple of your podcasts. I was like, these guys are super cool. <laughs> you know. Thank you. So tell our listeners as we wrap up today, tell our listeners where can they find you? Where can they find more about Hot Booty Ballet and maybe bring it to uh to more places around the world. So go ahead. Well, they can go online. So hotbootyballet.com. You can also find a platform if you're a consumer and you'd like to work out, even if you're an instructor and you try like to try something different and new. And if you are an instructor and would love to take the program, we have two options. You can do it on your own time at home. All the material is offered, uh, the workouts, the, all the exercises, or we have different dates where we also do a live web on Zoom where I come on for four hours and we go through all the content, the material, if you have any questions and stuff like that. But honestly, guys, if you haven't tried Hot Booty Ballet, you got to try it. It's super cool. And you know what's really fun, guys? We say Hot Booty Ballet is by instructors for instructors because instructors love it as much as their students do. That's important. Mm-hmm. How about the fellas? Are the men enjoying uh, hot booty ballet? Yeah, because there's 150 girls. In front. <laughs> hey, where else can a married guy go? You know? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Pick up the cutest girls. Go to a hot booty. You know what, Brian? Guys, you laugh, but we I get hired to work with um, dragon boat teams, soccer guys because you don't have to put all that beautiful glitter around it, but the exercises of mini band are so effective as a warm-up for athletes too. I, I, I told you, I am with you. I train a lot of runners and we are, we love those mini bands and, and for the same reasons, they're simple. Uh, you can do a lot with them and, uh, you know, they don't cost a lot. So I can, and I can bring them, re, you know, remotely. I can travel, you know, travel to I can hit you with, with it, it like a slingshot yeah, too. That's right. Behave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have good luck. And you know, what's cool that you can do it with your children. Like we'll have five-year-olds or six-year-olds come around class, put it around their head or their thighs. Like, you know, I love the most about mini bands. It's, it's so funny. I have like a love, love affair with it is I find you don't have a lot of injuries. You know what I mean? People feel successful. Again, it's so important. We're fit. So we might not understand but somebody who's had injuries or somebody that's gone through illness or somebody that is older has always that fear towards exercise. And when you give them an equipment that assists them and helps them be successful, it really changes their life. It really has a big impact. You know what I love when I snap my mini band and then I do like the, oh, like a Hulk. <laughs> You're so After strong. I, I don't know. I, that just makes me laugh, but... <laughs> I love it. Oh, so uh, this has been amazing and I'm so excited for all of our listeners to hear um all about you and your journey and Hot Booty Ballet. I cannot wait for uh for you to just explode all over the world because you're super awesome and um we thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you to your amazing listeners. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Christine. You guys, honestly, you made my day today. (laughs) Likewise. All right. With that said, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.